Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oklahoma, Midlothian, Old Fort Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! And belly on up to the nine foot homemade oak bar, pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris, that's Bill, that's Mike, and this is. Southside Pod, 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb, covering the entire Southside, going all over the place, checking out places like this tavern that we found that is much more than your average tavern. And I had an incredible meal there as well. You'll hear about it on this show. We also have a ton of events and things going on on the Southside throughout the weekend. And everything you're going to hear on this episode and any other episode on demand is brought to you by Family Waterproofing Solutions. Named one of the Southland's best for the past two years, they do the big jobs. Crawl space encapsulation, exterior wall sealing, foundation crack and repair. They do the little jobs like replacing the sump pump, getting the gutters clean, and keeping water away from your foundation and protecting your home. Family veteran owned and operated since they started in 2013. Give them a call 24-7 at 708-330-4466. Mention Southside Pod. Get an additional discount. Your basement's best defense is at FamilyDry.com. All right, I'm gearing up. I got to get the liver ready. The Your liver. liver? I'm going on the uh, Kentucky Bourbon Trail again. Oh, Bourbon Trail trip mean? again. Uh, first weekend here in uh, yeah. February. Like you the trail of tears? To this you no, know it's not the trail of tears. That's a completely different trail. That's when you drink too much and you start thinking <laughs> about your life. That's, a, that's, that's the ride back home. <laughs> right. Yeah. First of all, first I of all, soiled myself and I'm the, embarrassed. The trail isn't really a trail. It's just the entire state of Kentucky. Like, if you look at, like, I had somebody bring this up because we were trying to figure out where we wanted to go because we went to Louisville last year. Louisville. 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 And we just bounced around there. But in reality, if you bring up, like, a map of Kentucky, it's not really a trail. It's just no, it's all, all the all places that are right, in yeah. Kentucky. But here's the problem. I got one guy who just wants us to vote on everything. What? Why Four o'clock vote? in the afternoon on Saturday, which uh, bourbon place you want to go to? Why and I'm like, just, I like, don't care. Swing it. I waved that's my me, right. though. I'm a planner. I yeah. waved my right to vote I'm on everything. I'm, I'm a the guy pantser. when I go on vacation, I will look up uh, like street maps, like Google Street Views, right? Of like how things look. I'll look at like resort maps to see where the stores are, where like where, how, what my path would be to this pool. Like I am a extreme. You're weird. Yeah, I'm, like I'm, I'm more planner. like you, Chris. I'm yeah. a pantser. I, I don't care. Show up and let's figure it out while we're there. Right. Yeah. You know what? I want, I, but I, but on, I want things to be perfect. I get on the airplane with my carry-on luggage. I saw that whole thing with Southwest, and I was like, "Well, that's for all those people that check their bags on yeah, Southwest." I know, I agree. I, I get on, I get on with the backpack. My yeah, and my backpack. And all my, if it doesn't, Christmas. if it doesn't fit in the backpack, it wasn't worth taking. Correct. And the backpack never leaves my side because. Never. When everything would have gone wrong, I would have just said, well, I guess I'll just apply for uh, a refund. And I would have not even gone to the rental counter in the airport. I would have walked outside. I would have gotten an Uber to the nearest 
like rental place. Right. I would have gone to that that's, rental that's place, rented a car, and been that? on the road in like 20 minutes. I don't understand minutes. why people don't do that. I, 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 didn't, I didn't understand these people that lived in the, in the airport for I've been in, a I've week. I've been living in the airport for five days. Right. You're an idiot. The best one was I saw an interview of somebody during that Southwest thing. Rent a car and go somewhere. The guy was telling them that he had been living in the Cincinnati airport for four days. No, I've seen that Tom Hanks movie. Right? But hold on a second. They asked him where whole, he was, was going, like Bill. Citizenship. Bill, they asked like, him where he was going. What, he like was waiting Louisville. for a flight to Louisville. Chicago. <laughs> you can make that drive in six and a half hours. You could have Listen, walked in five days. Right? Maybe in he's afraid days, to drive. You could have walked yeah, there. 100%. You, seriously, you could have. It's the craziest thing. I saw somebody from St. Louis walking. complaining on the internet because they were waiting for their flight to Kansas City. It's a two-hour drive across the state of Missouri. Really boring drive. Are you kidding me? Right. Like these are the people. Like these are the people that they watch the disaster movies, right? Where the people are running from the asteroid or the aliens or the zombies, and they envision themselves as the ones that would be the hero. No, the people you're are, the ones that die at the I, beginning. How about the people that wait in like the six hour line to get their free like ten dollar food voucher and a free toothbrush? Because right, they have to like. Was it worth it? No, I mean, let me work the, it. Put yeah. my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Another stop in Lamont. I feel like I've been here an awful lot here on Southside Pod. We're at Cornerstone Tavern, and I have uh, two lovely ladies here with me. Uh, Allie runs the place, it seems like. It seems to be in, in charge of something, right, Nancy? And then Nancy's the owner. But, like, Allie seems like about three times already you've told me, like, Allie, you'll handle that, right? Allie is my marketing and events manager. Ooh. Essentially, she is my right-hand man, so... Yes, she she is my equal. I feel almost taste. <laughs> Ellie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. I want I want that job. When I got out of radio, I should have done that. Just do marketing at a at a cool bar or, or a restaurant or something like that. How would you describe this, Nancy? Is this because when I walk in, my first initial thing is well, most of it's high top tables. It's got a beautiful bar in it. I love the I love the brick on the walls on the interior and stuff like that. So do you think of yourself more as a restaurant, more of a place that's featuring local? local beers and drinks or or more of a, a tavern essentially um upscale restaurant slash bar with a southern flair so most of southern our flair. most of our food um is geared toward uh, southern choices essentially i grew up um, going to the south all my family are from the south and uh, when myself and my husband were trying to decide what we wanted to do as far as the restaurant goes we had changed our mind many times. So when it came down to it, we decided to go with what we knew. And that is food that is essentially hearty. Uh, we still have, we call it bar food, upscale bar food with a Southern flair. Uh, hearty food, kind of like homemade food. So if you want to go out, we still have, you know, wings and burgers and all of that. But most of our kitchen is a scratch kitchen and we have a chef. So most of the food is chef driven as well. So that, and that's the thing that we've seen as a theme lately on, on the podcast is that restaurants are going with what you would call a scratch kitchen, which is essentially saying it's fresh. 
There's not a lot, there's nothing frozen sitting back here. The idea is to create good food and, and find a good price point for that food and give people something that they wouldn't get in your normal run-of-the-mill place. I mean, you you you're, you don't want to be just the fancier version of a Chili's, right? Correct. Definitely not. Um, I feel very much like we created a family atmosphere from our uh, guests who are our regulars, most of them. It's always great to see a new face because it's kind of unusual. Um, I walked in, everybody looked at me like, who's this guy? <laughs> who's this joker walking it is, in It one? is a true story. Yeah. We, we have created a family atmosphere with our staff. Um, our back of the house is that most of them have been with me for a long time. Uh, again, I'll mention my chef, who is the the genius behind all the recipes. And um, yeah, it's it's just, it's warm. And we do have a bar. Uh, when we close early on the weekends, we're always asked why we close so early because we do 11 o'clock on Friday and Saturday night. And we always say we're a restaurant with a beautiful bar in it. But I would yeah. say we're more restaurant forward. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So we're talking about spicy food, I would imagine that. Yes. We're talking about uh, Southern style stuff. What are you pushing when you're telling people in Lamont, come in the Cornerstone Tavern? So I kind of like to feature our main things on our menu. Um, our staple here, what we're mostly known for, is our hot chicken sandwich. It's absolutely fantastic. Nashville hot, I would imagine. Everybody says Nashville hot. See, it is, is not a Nashville no. chicken. Um, Nashville hot. We do it a little differently. Can't, um, can't share our secret, but yes, we do ours differently. Secret chicken? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> secret sauce. <laughs> Everything we've done, we've done our childhood food with a twist. And um, the hot chicken, people always say Nashville hot. It is not Nashville hot. It is phenomenal, but it has a different, um, a different sauce to it, essentially. And you'll have to try it to find out. <laughs> so, is that the big seller? Is that the thing that, that you're known for? Like, let's say somebody comes walking in here for the first time. They come out to Lamont. They're like, okay, I'm going to walk in the Cornerstone Tavern. I'm going to see what it's all about. They come walking in. It's a nice atmosphere here. Like you said, they got the big bar, but you're more of a restaurant. And, and they sit down. Like, what do you tell people that have never been here before? You make sure you try this because you're going to love us. So it depends on the staff member that you're talking to because they all have their yeah, favorites. Yeah, you own it. So what do you think? Um, I very much try to push the hot chicken. But if somebody doesn't want that, our meatloaf, our chicken fried pork, um, we do ancho chili rub uh, ribs that are a rub and a glaze that are phenomenal. Um, if Allie was to talk to you, she would tell you she would like you to do the fried bologna with our loaded cracklins. Our lo what is this again, Allie? It's called what? It's called the fried bologna sandwich, and then for your side, you get loaded potato cracklins. What are loaded potato cracklins? What, what are those? They are parboiled potatoes that we smash and then fr flash fry, we'll fly a, fry a little longer than flash fry, and then we load them with uh, beer cheese, bacon, green onions, and sour cream, and they're phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good. And that's one of your choices, obviously, as a side. You know, fries, veggie of the day, come with your meal. For an upcharge, you would do the loaded cracklins or our mac and cheese. They're all great, but that was that would be what Allie would tell you to do. Now, Nicole is one of my servers here, and she pops in my head. She would definitely tell you to do the pot roast sandwich right. with the loaded cracklins on the, loaded cracklins on the side. It's a full menu, folks. We're going to get some chicken, some cracklins, and maybe a drink, and be back at Cornerstone Tavern in a little bit here on Southside Pod. Another good interview on the Southside Pod. How come Mike and me are never invited to these things? I want to go. Me too. You never invite us. Maybe next time. Probably not. 
Southside Pod listeners, check out Tom Walsh. He's your Edward Jones financial advisor. He's over at 111th and Kedzie, and he is there to help you manage your money. When I went to Tom, just like Bill has gone to Tom, Mike, not so much. Something wrong with that boy. But when I sat down with Tom, I brought him a pension that I couldn't access for a while. I brought him some deferred compensation and to be rolled into a 401k that he eventually rolled into a fund that my personal company now continues to contribute to. He looked at my wife's finances, my finances, all the stuff she was going to get when she retired and came up with a comprehensive plan for us. And it has not been the best time in the markets. And yet Tom is constantly communicating with me. I can see the trades he's making. I can see the moves that he makes with my money to protect it in these uncertain times. And we have a plan for however the market moves next. He's been doing this for decades. He's right here on the south side and he wants to help you as well. No matter where you are in your retirement planning, beginning, end, talk to Tom. Give him a call at 773-779-0023 or stop in and see him, 111th and Kedzie. All right, so... I'm sneaking TV shows and movies now around my house. Do you guys ever do this? You're sneaking? I don't yeah, watch I mean, television. If, I, if Erica sees me trying out a new show, she insists on watching it. But the problem is, is that our schedules don't always mix. It's the worst. So yeah. now I'm into a show, and now she starts watching it, and now I can't finish the damn thing, yeah. and it's streaming, and I just want to knock out all eight episodes. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't care at this point. Like, I see like something like, oh, that sounds like a, I would enjoy that, and my yeah. wife always wants to watch shows with me, but by the time we get the kids you know, to bed and we get all the yeah, things done asleep, after right? bed, like, no, she's the night owl. I want to go to bed because I've been doing stuff all day. So like, oh, let's watch this show, and then like 20 minutes in, like I'm out. Fall asleep, and she like ends up just watching the whole thing, and I don't care. She's yeah, like, but I don't know how you cares. can start a show and not finish it. Mine like, thinks if she falls asleep, I should stop it. I'm the guy that would rather like yeah, no, read the Wikipedia about the movie than watch the movie. I'm about the destination, not the journey. When it comes to media, <laughs> like just <laughs> tell me what happened. Like watch it, and then give me like a you're minute. the recap guy. You want the recap? That's, That's all it. I need. Because why am I gonna waste two hours when I can learn about it in a minute? Right, yeah, that and makes it has sense. the same effect, really. Right, it comes down to it. Right, but she she'll do a thing where like she'll fall asleep, and then I'll still finish it. And then and you're then stuck. She, yeah, then you have to watch it again. Then she's annoyed with me. I finished it, and then she's like, she wants to catch up. And so the next thing you know, I'm watching the thing again, or the last yeah, half hour of it again. That's a waste of your time. And meanwhile, I could have watched four episodes. Yeah. Because here's the thing, I, I work I work here. I do the podcast network, and I run the production studio and everything else. So when I take a lunch break. I'm like, I'm going to make a sandwich and flip on a show. And I'm flipping constantly going, I can't watch that because I guess we're watching that together now. And I can't watch that because I guess we're watching that together now. <laughs> and, and Netflix I can't watch will that. keep track of that. It'll have that little red bar. Because she's going to see if I watched it in front of know. her. Right. And, you don't and, have like separate profiles in Netflix? No, we don't have separate like profiles There's like a Chris and Netflix. Erica profile no, together? No, we, we just have, have separate one, profiles. Okay, well, you know, we just I just set up one profile. We all watch everything off that one profile. Oh, man, you're going to get some bad suggestions from your children. I, I, that. That's fine. Who cares? How much but, anime do you get suggested? I get a lot. You? Yeah. Yeah, the 17-year-old watches a lot of anime. That is the main reason we have separate <laughs> profiles. My top Spotify artist this year was Kids Bop. <laughs> it was like, Kids Bop, minor threat. I was like, I'm the only one in the United States that had those two. I was going to say, two. you were in the point zero 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 one percent Here's the funny thing. I can always tell now what my 17-year-old my suggested for you. It's way crazy. You should see. Well, now, here's the thing. I can always tell what my daughter's into because she went and got herself one of those Amazon. Amazon dots or whatever it is where she's got Alexa. Yeah. Okay. So Alexa, all it does is just listen to you, right? Like it just basically spying on you to figure out what you're into so it could feed you commercials. 
but she's using our Amazon account. So I just wait to see the weird things that pop up in the thing. And I'm like, and I'll be like, what, what is this here? Like, well, when you were, were you searching for this? She's like, no, we were I was like having a, a conversation with my friend about it. I'm like, yeah, with your digital spy sitting in your room. Cause that ain't me. I, <laughs> I never went looking for I'm that. I'm not your digital spy. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff Bezos. Before we get back to the Cornerstone Tavern in Lamont, let's give you the Southside Bulletin Board. Friday at 6 p.m., Hailstorm Brewing Company, 8060 186th Street in Tinley Park, live music by the Lithberg Brothers. No cover, 6 to 9 p.m., kitchen is open, all ages welcome, a spectacular beer hall, say hi from us. Also Friday, 7 p.m., 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park, the Taylor Swift Experience, all ages show. $35 tickets though, you gotta go on Eventbrite to get those. Get up early Saturday morning, the 4th of February, 9 a.m. National Eat Ice Cream for Breakfast Day being celebrated at the Plush Horse in Tinley Park. 7903 171st Street in Tinley. Later that day in Evergreen Park, Lake Fest, Daniel Capuano Ice Rink. Right around 89th and Kedzie, from 11.30 in the morning until 12.30 in the afternoon, Artie Kerr is giving a free hockey clinic. Artie taught my guy how to skate years ago, now he plays high school hockey. Your kid's bugging you about whether or not he wants to skate? Do the free clinic during Flake Fest at Evergreen Park this Saturday with Artie. There is also open skate afterwards until 6 p.m. Baracko's going to be on hand selling food and beverages, non-alcoholic for the Flake Fest over in Evergreen Park. Also Saturday, 6.30 in the evening until about 11.30 p.m., Winterfest 2023 party in the USA being put on at St. Rita High School. Food, drink, live music, silent auction, raffles, it's going to be a big affair. It is a 21 and over show, and the tickets are 60 bucks right now. You can buy them at the door. You get the dinner, the drinks, the live entertainment. It's all included in the ticket price. Multiple bands on hand and several restaurants involved in this. And at 7 p.m. Saturday the 4th in Blue Island, Shannon Baker album release party at Blue Island Beer Company. Shannon Baker and The Burners are releasing their debut album, Gone Too Soon. $10 pre-sale, 15 bucks at the door. 13357 Old Western Avenue. Remember, if you're looking for hot sauce, Sid Sauce makes the best hot sauces. The peppers are grown on the south side. It's bottled here. Flavors for any kind of food and delivered to your door. See everything they have to offer, SidSauce.net. So what, what show were you sneaking that you got caught sneaking? No, it's not. A, I just feel like. Is there like, a particular one? Okay, so it, it's going to be stupid. There's a Netflix show called The Recruit. It is a stupid show. There is nothing great about this show. It's just an interesting show. Bill and I are Googling There's explosions. Right now. There's a little bit of comedy. And it was like eight episodes for an entire season of it. And I got into it. And she comes along and watches the first episode to catch up with me, watches the second episode, and then she's never around. And all I want to do is finish the damn thing. And just finish it. I did, but I have to do it when she's asleep. Well, then just pretend. And then the other day she finally goes, you want to catch up on the recruit? And I was like, oh, I'm really busy. Why don't you just watch it without me? I think that show's stupid. Because I've already watched it. And that's what I'm doing now. This is how I do it. Because here's the thing. I was really into The Walking Dead, and I was really in The Game of Thrones. And the moment she 
joined in because they became big time the shows. Out of it. Because the thing, they became big time shows. But when I was watching them, nobody was watching Game of Thrones the first year. Everybody thought it was stupid. And and, and The Walking Dead, they didn't even characters. know if they're going to bring it back for the second season. And then these things become these monster things. So then she hears about it and she's like, do you watch the show? Yeah, I watch the show. And that's the worst thing yeah, I ever heard. Because now she goes and catches up. And I know the moment she catches up to me, we have to watch it together and only together. And now I'm stuck. And that's the problem. Yeah, I'm old school. Like, I, like there's like a whole season get like released on Netflix of like Ozark or something like that. Like, I want to go like it's like it's 1992, and I want to watch one episode. Like on Tuesdays, we'll watch Ozark, but she don't want to do that. She wants to watch six episodes of Ozark. I do too. In one night, I'm like I, don't that do too. That. I don't do that. I don't do like that. that I don't even want two. Like t- two, I could. Just maybe give me, do. give me one, and then we'll watch the next one next week, or when we have time. Now, here's a funny thing: when you say that, like, okay, I don't like doing them all in a row with the streaming services. I learned so much more about Seinfeld, the TV show from the 90s, streaming it. Because I sat down one day and I watched like 10 of them in a row. And only then did I realize that there were these running jokes oh, there, yeah. that were, but you didn't get it when it was every other week. You'd miss some every of them. Some, there were some really, the point. but you would get a lot of them if you watched them you all in a row. To it was like all a, of them. But it was like a completely different show is what I'm saying. Like I watched it. I was it's laughing at things. Mur- it's a murder mystery <laughs> show. <Yeah>. Strange. <laughs> I kind of wanted to murder well, no, all a, of them. You know what so it is? There that. were these secondary or third uh, type uh, uh, storylines that you weren't even paying attention to where it would only be like one scene, but if you watch ten of them in a row, they made up an entire like episode. There's little Easter eggs was, that yeah. no one was supposed to ever know about. It was little writer jokes, yeah, like the Simpsons with McBain episodes. It's it's, it's the yeah. same. It's you weren't supposed to ever know about them. But now I know about them. Now I want to find them all. Okay, why does it bother you so much? You know the, I just learned how the term Easter egg came about. Do you, do you know that? Yes. I, you can I answer it because yes. I think I know. Yeah. Uh, in Rocky Horror Picture you Show, they put eggs. In all different parts, they and it had was like, like a an joke. Easter egg hunt, yeah, like on set, like right. an actual one because it was filmed around Easter, and they forgot some. So in some scenes in Rocky Horror Picture Show, you'll see like an egg underneath a chair or something like that, right? And so the thing is, that's where it comes from because then that's people started cool. hiding things. On I just learned about that yesterday. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I probably learned it about it off the same post that's bouncing around. Oh, that somebody spent money on to put it in front of us Correct. on our social right. media apps. Right. That's We're why all, nothing is real. Paid <laughs> clicks. Nothing Paid is real. Clicks. <laughs> We're all just robots in a snow globe in some autistic kid's head. (laughs) (laughs) This just took a dark turn. If you've been injured at work, then you need someone who will fight for the care and compensation you deserve. The insurance companies will look out for themselves and their bottom lines, not you. I'm Matthew Coleman, partner and head of the work injury department at the law offices of Parenti and Norm. My team and I have the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to fight for your rights. Call or text me today at 312-641-5926 or visit us on the web at pninjurylaw.com. All right, so let's dive into this sandwich here, which um, I've gotten a chance to to munch on. Uh, I, I tried to inhale the whole thing. I didn't even get through it all. It wasn't because it was too spicy, though. That's the first thing I want to say. Good spice, not overpowering spice. What is in the slaw that's on the top of it? That's what I want to know, because that was, that was, I mean, there's pickles, there's slaw, but there's something else there. So we make our slaw from scratch. It's um, a jalapeno coleslaw. Okay. Also not daring, too spicy as well. Which is daring when you're putting it on a hot sandwich, yeah. and yet the sandwich still wasn't too hot. Right. Yeah. Because we take the seeds out of the coleslaw, so it's not too spicy. It has a little kick. And I always tell people about the hot chicken sandwich. We're making it edible, so it has a spice to it. 
but you can eat it without feeling like you, you know, are sweating or. I ate a little bit, but I sweat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Then I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to take credit for that. <laughs> but you know what I think I like the most about it is you get a hot sandwich, hot chicken sandwich, and you'll have the hot sauce on the sandwich and now it's dripping all over the place sometimes it's in one part of the sandwich not the other not everything's like in the right spot there isn't a sauce dripping off of this this is inside the breading and the seasoning that's what's unique about it i think so essentially we make them to order so i think that when you when you get the sauce they do put it in they they bread to order and they dip it in the sauce okay um but but it wasn't like sap it's not it's not no and so it doesn't sit in a sauce yeah we marinate the chicken, so the chicken has an amazing flavor prior to even putting the sauce on it, and we lightly bread. So I always tell people when they eat the hot chicken sandwich, they don't feel sick after. A lot of times when you eat fried food or something that's breaded, you feel unwell. Yeah. Um, you do not feel that way. The food, you can tell that the food is fresh, that essentially. Is, that is in a spectacular chicken sandwich. And Thank you. I will never make the mistake of calling it other anything other than, than Cornerstone Tavern's hot Thank chicken sandwich. Thank you. I very much I appreciate that. I will that. not insult you ever again by using <laughs> the, N, the Nashville word. We won't be doing that, okay? We don't hate Nashville. Yeah, we, we love Nashville. But no, that is that is something different. You can tell. That's very, very good. Uh, the potatoes, real quick. These are what? Those Yukon Gold your Yukon potatoes, gold potatoes. But you're, you're, you're smashing them. We parboil them first. What is that? Um, we semi-boil them, okay. essentially. Parboiling means you, you boil them enough to get them soft, and then, but not too soft. It took us a while to get those right when we first opened. Right. Um, and then we smash them. So they're um, obviously not a whole potato. They are smashed. And then we fry them. So you get that crisp end to it. Um, and we use a really good oil, and I think you can taste that in there. Yeah. Um, and then we load it. It's not greasy or anything like It's not like greasy, that. no. no like, they are in oil, but you don't have that very oily. Again, another item that's fried, but you're not feeling sick after. No, so, no, it, because sometimes you'll do that, and then you feel like you're carrying a brick around Yeah, your definitely, and that is not our intention that here. That is not the case. And I finished it off with this item that I found on your menu, which I could not pass up. Is it a maple old-fashioned? It's fashion? a maple bacon old-fashioned. My fave. Love it. This is spectacular. It is spectacular. This is worth coming into even if you're like you're not hungry coming to it, try this thing. Well, it's there's a piece worth of coming to work for sure. There's a, there's a piece <laughs> of bacon in my bourbon. That's that's what I want when I come thick to the place. Thick cut. Don't don't leave out oh, the fact that cut. it's thick cut yeah, bacon yeah. and that it is a, it is a very good bacon on top of it all. What yeah. I like about it, okay, and I told Allie this. I like the fact that I can taste the bourbon, okay? Sometimes you get an old-fashioned and there's just too much covering it up. That one is an old-fashioned for a person who likes bourbon. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And we are... Um we are a staff of bourbon drinkers, so oh, we no, kind of, no, yeah, no, I'm always coming back. absolutely. I want to hang out with you guys when you close. Minus Allie, bourbon. as she said, she doesn't drink <laughs> bourbon, but I'm not there yet. You're not, not there, there yet? yet. I'm <laughs> trying. I just can't get into it. We'll make sure that happens. <laughs> we were talking before we, we uh, jumped on the mics here, and it sounds like Lamont has become almost the capital of craft cocktails. Can you, can you kind of expound on that a little bit? Because it sounds like, like I walked in here. That's probably the last thing I would have thought when yes. I walked in, right? Because it's Cornerstone Tavern. I told, I, as I described everybody, you walk in and it's 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 clean, it's nice. But my first impression is bar, but it's a restaurant with a really nice bar, right? Right. And and but then I, whenever I look at a bar, me, I'm a I'm a beer drinker. 
I don't even think craft cocktails. And you're telling me that you have an extensive menu of them. You do some things really well. There's places around you that are doing them well. Kind of dive into that and explain that to folks. So first I'll say you being a beer drinker, we have 17 tap handles. So we do cater to the beer drinkers as well. I can feel them. I can feel them over my shoulder. Um, so we cater to that. I may never that. get out of here. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and we try to keep it as local as possible as we discussed. Um, we opened as a craft beer and cocktail bar. It was what we were known for originally besides our food. Um, I opened with a bartender specifically um, and he was with me three years and he moved on because he got a job that was like a nine to five essentially and he was super creative. And uh, even since he's left, I now have Allie who is sitting next to me and you've talked to and Blake, my other manager and myself and my husband that play a big role in our cocktails and we have the we have such great bartenders all of them and they kind of come up the recipes and twists on them ellie did a post yesterday um in the snow that was absolutely beautiful for a cocktail that's called polar vortex we are known for our smoked old fashions and our prices are very very reasonable so that's another thing we stay competitive of that at that um and they're able to create them quickly timely and not slow our bar down which is Pretty cool. And most people in town that know us know us for our food, but they also know um, that. And we also do boozy milkshakes, which we haven't touched uh, on. Boozy milkshakes. Yes. This is the first boozy milkshake place I've heard of in a while. So I'm I'm interested in that. But let, let's get to some of these cocktails. And uh, Allie, since you're one of the people behind creating these and you're, 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 you're coming up with the ideas, you're marketing them out there. Yeah. What's the competition like? in Lamont because I mean like this place is great I know you got a martini bar that's on the street you got Pollyanna Social here we were just in Barrel and Vine a few weeks ago on, on, on this show and you have all these places that are all trying to do innovative really cool cocktails and it's probably the greatest concentration of places that are all trying to do that so is it a friendly competition is it something where you put something up and somebody goes ah now we can't do that one like like how does that work with all the places around here absolutely yeah everybody down here does it fantastic um it's definitely a friendly friendly not really i wouldn't even say a competition right. just more of a friendly atmosphere you're not just one up in the person everybody, down the street or anything exactly. like that like oh they got a blue drink we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get a pink drink right no. um i think our when creating cocktails we want to focus on favoring to each specific type of drinker. Um, are they a bourbon drinker? Are they a tequila drinker? Are they like a martini, like with vodka drinker? Um, we kind of just like to put our own twist on our cocktails. You know, what kind of different martini you can come up with or different margarita and a classic old fashioned versus some sort of different fun flavored old fashioned, add smoke to it, stuff like that. So it's more of a atmosphere of giving all like the different liquors and liqueurs um, a chance to pull forward and really testing the flavors of the specific cocktails are, that we make. Are cocktails a new trend now? Like craft beer maybe 10, 15 years ago was the trend everybody wanted to, you know, everybody's opening a brewery, every bar is trying to have the latest in craft beer. You're still doing that here. Like you said, you got all these handles, but it seems to me like that's the trend. And, and it also feels to me like Lamont is out in the forefront of it. Not like I can't find another place on the south side, but that seems to be what people are gravitating to now. Definitely, for sure. I mean, craft beer is going to be around forever. It's always going to be a thing. You're always going to have your beer drinkers, but people like to change it up every now and then and different types of cocktails, craft specific, 
um, are fun to play around with the different flavors that you can move on. I think I think this this place and a lot of the other South Side areas that are building up right now are becoming the alternative to going downtown now. There's no reason to go and drive 25, 30, 45 minutes into downtown and overpay for parking, valet, everything, because you got some really interesting, cool places that offer the same high quality, if not better, and all you got to do is come to a place like Lamont or go to Blue Island. Or I mean, there's all these really neat places that I'm finding these days with Southside Pod and Cornerstone Tavern, another one. I really appreciate you guys talking with me. Thank you. If I may... You did ask what we are also very well known for, and I touched on it, but what we do it? boozy milkshakes. Boozy milkshakes. Yeah, we usually have four that are staples, and then we rotate monthly. So we have five on hand. It's not, you know, there's no cheeseburgers or donuts or anything on it. It's just the milkshake with liquor in it, um, and it is very tasty, and we sell a lot of them. So <laughs> you should come and try that first before you eat and then move on from there. All right. Come get a boozy milkshake at Cornerstone Tavern. Uh, say hi to uh, Nancy and Allie and the rest of the staff, and then uh, have yourself a, a hot chicken sandwich that is a secret hot, <laughs> secret hot sandwich. Okay. And and, and and then get yourself a, a really fancy drink. There's no umbrellas in it. So far, there's no unve- umbrellas in it. We can't say for sure that will be the case in the summertime. Show up at the bar. You. Show yeah. up at the bar and say, where are the umbrellas? Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the South Side. It's the South Side. It's the South Side Pod. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to the South Side Pod. Y'all come back now, you hear?